Welcome to the latest episode of An Espresso Shot of Confidence, the podcast that explores all aspects of confidence, challenges to booze and unhelpful narratives, and empowers you to be awesome, loudly and proudly. I'm your host, the master of awesomeness, Ashley Griffiths, and today we're going to be talking all things content, videos, and confidence. Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Social media is a major part of our daily lives, both personally and professionally. And for businesses, it provides a platform to reach a global audience. With the meteoric rise in TikTok, video content has become an important part of a social media strategy. However, for many people, the prospect of going on camera causes an outbreak of hives. So who better to talk to about this than Harrison Cantell, the founder and creative genius of H Creative. It is Harrison's mission to help individuals and businesses feel confident creating video content and achieving social media mastery. He offers everything from one-to-one -one coaching to videography services. So, hey, Harrison, how are you doing? I'm very well. I mean, that was one impressive intro, firstly. And secondly, an espresso shot of confidence is probably the best name for this episode <laughs> ever. Um, and yeah, I'm honored. And I, you know, as I was saying to you prior to this, I'm super excited to chat to you because as a video orientated guy yourself, um, it's going to be great. I'm sure you've got some great questions for me as well. And yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, it's an absolute pleasure. Pleasure to finally meet, mate. So uh, how, how did you get into this wonderful world of videos? Um, fell into it, like I guess most people did, really. <laughs> fell into it head first. Um, so I was that kid that ran around with a video camera um, back in the day, like JVC old school thing uh, on family holidays in Cornwall. I'd be running around filming you know, the animals and filming family and stuff and just... Yeah, I was always a bit of a prankster as well. So I kind of liked filming things all the way up to kind of university, you know, filming pranks on my roommates, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that's where the love for video started. But I never in my wildest dreams did I think it would be a career or even be able to monetize it in any way. Um, then lockdown happened. And I was like, there's no other way for me to communicate with people other than video right now, because I can't just walk into businesses and say, Hey, do you need help with social media? Because they're not there, they're closed. Um, and they certainly weren't interested at the time in spending money. No one knew what was going on. So lockdown was when I realized, okay, this video thing with the help of TikTok through lockdown and, and all of us looking for that escape in the form of entertainment, mm -hmm. I realized that there's a huge gap in the market for video confidence coaching. Um, more specifically, yeah, camera shyness. And it's just evolved from there. Yeah, I get that. That resonates with me. That's how I stumbled into it. I didn't have mm. the experience that you did with, with messing around with it as a kid, but I was literally sat in this room. I'm used to being in front of people. And I was like, I'm just here talking to Casper, thinking I'm bored out of my mind. And I just started recording videos and, and here we are. <laughs> it turned out yep. well, quite good at this. So, yeah. so talking about videos, um, I've seen a lot of research recently. And one thing that jumped out at me was uh, a quote, well, a statistic from Wise Owl that was re reported on HubSpot that found that 86% of companies that use video marketing saw an increase in lead generation. So 
from your opinion, how, how can companies start using videos to generate leads? Yeah, really good question. And also just off that stat, I think that that percentage is only going to increase. Um, I think it probably since the time that, that, that statistic was pulled from Wiser, I think it's probably increased um, because I feel mm -hmm. like there are, I've not spoken to one business in the last few years that have said they're doing video and it's doing nothing for their business. Yeah. I truly believe it's the number one form of lead generation. It's certainly the number one form of humanizing your business instantaneously, by the way. Um, and it costs nothing. It really doesn't cost anything. It's, it's never been more accessible. So yeah, I guess my advice, um, to businesses that want to use video as a lead generation tool or to create more leads is to be more personable, like be more human, stop being robotic, step away from this kind of corporate suit and tie wearing world that we live in, especially on LinkedIn, as you and I spend a lot of, a lot of time on there. Like it's stereotypically a recruitment platform. You need to put all that aside. You need to remember that you are, whether you're business to business, business to consumer, et cetera, et cetera, you're person to person. It's as simple as that. So when it comes to video and we all know people buy from people that's like, it's thrown around everywhere, but it's something that I, I swear by because you are always looking to connect with people regardless of what you're doing. Um, so my advice would be, yeah, to make it more personable. Sure. Sure. I, I love that. Making it more human. And I know that's a big part of what you do uh, mm. in your work. Um, it's also something, you know, I think we're singing off the same hymn sheet here with mm. making it more human, be a person. That's who you're going to be working with. So in terms of that humanizing your brand, your business, whatever it is, whatever words, vocabulary you want to use to describe this, how can videos help with that? Because they just show they're just a true reflection of you um as a person and as a business and it's very difficult to be someone else on camera just like it's very difficult to be someone else when you meet someone in person like you have to be one hell of an actor or actress if yeah if you're living your life kind of trying to be someone else and and funny enough ash this is something that i speak about a lot because i was that guy i was that guy that copied because i saw other creators having success especially when the kind of the early days of Instagram carousels came about as like, I've seen all these creators making these beautifully seamless carousel designs. Yeah. They were graphic designers mm -hmm. and I just thought, right, if they're having such success with these, I'll just do exactly the same. And it completely flopped. And rightly so a, I'm not a graphic designer and B I wasn't actually interested in graphic design. I was a video, you mm -hmm. know, I was interested in video content, but I copied people. Um, and that was a big mistake. And it's something that I'm, I'm totally open about and totally public about. And I speak about it a lot. Um, and it was one of the biggest mistakes I've made, um, from yeah. a business perspective, because inevitably it, it put everything else on hold because I was too busy focusing on what everyone else was doing rather than what I yeah. should be doing. The moment I decided, right, I'm going to be hundred percent transparent and hundred percent myself. That's when the, the wheels started moving very, very fast. Um, and that's ultimately because people bought into me sure. and resonated with me and my stories. And that was enough. And that is enough. And I think the one thing I love about, about your videos is the fact that you, your personality is front and center. Mm. It's there. People get to know, right, this is Harrison. We know what he's about. And mm. that's going to resonate with the people that, that are going to want to come and work with you. Yeah. And it, you know what? It, it, I'd be lying if I said it was always like that because it, it took me a while 
to be a hundred percent confident that being a hundred percent myself was mm-hmm. a good idea because I lack a filter from time to time. Um, sure. and I was always kind of biting my tongue and I was thinking, well, is this appropriate on LinkedIn? Is this not? And then I thought, I don't give a shit. I really don't because if people gravitate towards me because of who I am, great, let's chat. And if they don't, it's fine. They probably won't tell me they don't. They'll just disappear. Again, it's fine. You know, I'm not everyone's cup of tea, um, and that's totally cool. And I think we all need to think more about staying true to ourselves and who we are because yeah. ultimately if you're trying to be someone else and then you attract a load of potential clients, let's say, while being that someone else, yeah, that's not sustainable. Six months down the line when you realize actually I've been someone else, you're going to lose all of those clients because they're going to think, well, this isn't the person I, I knew. Who's the real Harrison? Yeah. Um, and I think the thing that I really push for, and I know that you do as well, is you are the same person on and off camera. And yeah. that is the most important part, I think. Oh, massive. I, th- I think a lot of what you're saying there resonates massively with me. The the fact that when I first showed up on, on LinkedIn or social media, I've got to be a certain way. I've got to do a certain thing. I've got to do... It's not sustainable. It's exhausting. And the one thing that you were saying there about it causes, you know, it causes a disconnect. When people can't finally meet you, they're like, wait a sec. I bought into that, not yep. this. Yep. And that's only going to hurt you in the long term. And it's just going to destroy any sort of, you know, credibility that your brand has. So Mm. definitely leaning into that, that being yourself, showing that personality and knowing some people will like it. Some people won't. You can't control that. And neither should you. (laughs) Show up, you know. Whatever you do, people are always going to like or dislike it. It doesn't matter if you're on video or not on video. Um, I don't think it it makes you more likely to be disliked or more likely to be liked, whether you're on video or not. Like people are going to have their opinions regardless. But the last thing you want to do is get to the age of 70 and think, wow, I've spent 70 years being someone else. Yeah. Um, What a shame. Like that's my, that's my worst nightmare. Oh, totally that. Yeah. I think that hearing that again and and making that realization that I'm just going to like show up as, as me, you know, Oh, it's so empowering. I think it makes, it makes social media so much more fun as well. Doesn't it? Yeah. I think that to be honest with you, the most fulfilling feeling for me was the day that, and I literally woke up and it was the day where I was like, I can be a hundred percent myself for the rest of my life. And it was a light bulb moment. I was like, I was so, like you said, it's exhausting being someone else. And I think it's way more energy zapping trying to be someone else than it is to just be yourself. But people don't realize that until they make that switch. And then they're yeah. like, wow, this feels good. And I don't care. I do not care um, about the opinions of others um, in respect to what I'm doing and whatnot. I just care about the people that are part of my community. And I, yeah. I don't even call it my community, the community. Yeah. Um, and as you know, LinkedIn is such an amazing place for community. And like, you know, I'm going to a, an event in December. And the reason I'm going to that is based on the fact that my content resonated with someone who then got in touch with me and now I'm meeting loads of people with the same like-minded attitude. Like this yeah. just, it's powerful. It really Massively. is. It, it has and that's that. how I met you, you know, like-minded, exactly that. <laughs> absolute legends. And that's why we've come together today. Absolutely. And it has the power to snowball, doesn't it? It's like that one piece of content in front of the right person opens up. Who mm-hmm. knows what? I mean, just some of the wins that you've, you know, been putting out there recently show mm. that. Mm. just being there being part of the conversation yeah and then 
and I think as well when you when you're like so focused on who you are you are going to resonate and vibe with similar sort of people people that are yeah. going to lift you up and build up this this amazing community I love that yeah yeah I love no it. it's amazing it's a, it's a very good feeling and um i think linkedin at the moment is definitely leading the way with that whole community vibe yeah um, i didn't get that in the three or four years i was focusing on instagram i didn't there was a community sure but it never felt as kind of close-knit um mm. as the one i found on linkedin which you know may not be the story for everyone but it certainly is for me awesome awesome mate so i just want to talk about videos in particular mm. so I, I put a piece of content out today about on a similar vibe about how when you put a camera in front of people, mm. this could be the most charismatic individual in the world when they're in a room, mm. but you put a camera in front of them and say, right, talk to the camera. They clam up. Mm. They get awkward. They start talking in a monotone. They start looking like, where am I saying? They sit on their hands mm. and this happens a lot and 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 this leaves some people saying i'm never going to do it mm. i'm never going to do videos then you've also got a lot of fears around it as well i keep on hearing oh, i'm f afraid of what people might think what they'll say how i look how i sound so for anyone that's out there that's sitting on the fence with creating video for any of those reasons what what would you say to them very, very good question. And that's one that I get asked a lot um, by clients as well. You know, what do I do? I'm feeling this or I'm thinking this or I can't get rid of this limiting belief. My first response, the first thing that springs to mind is my just hit record method, which sounds super easy. Okay, on paper it is. But actually, mm -hmm. when you've got various limiting beliefs flying around your head, which I've had as well in the past and I've had to overcome, it can be difficult to just hit the record button and talk to the sure. camera. But there's two there's two elements to it. So the just hit record method, the purpose of it is, is when you walk into a room to film video content, hit record and don't press stop until you're 100% confident that you've said everything you need to say. Yeah. So then the camera's rolling. It's one less thing to think about. You're not kind of stop, start, stop, start. Oh my God, I messed up, stop. Oh my yeah. God, I'm ready, start. Oh no, I missed a, you know, it's just, a, it's a nightmare, logistic, logistical and mental nightmare. And I experienced this. So I was like, right, oh, sure. I need a method. I need a method. And that was the just hit record method. Now, the other side, because um, some people may go, okay, that's all well and good, Harrison. I can hit record and talk to the camera but I'm still a nervous wreck and I'm still mm -hmm. worrying about what people think. So remembering your why is really important. You know, why am I filming this video? Because I want to change someone's life. Wow. That's powerful. There we go. Sure. But the other element of the, the just hit record method, just to go back to that is being in an environment that you feel comfortable in to begin with. So don't just take yourself into the city center and film yourself. Cause that is not going to help the nerves at yeah. all that's difficult even for me you know i've been doing it for a while now even that still feels a bit uncomfortable sure get yourself in an environment the door is shut the distractions are gone your phone's on do not disturb yeah. you know everything's ready to go mm -hmm. and just tell the camera what you're doing today you don't have to post it but you need to familiarize yourself with being in the presence of the camera and i think that's why so many people mm. can do the public speaking stuff or speak to anyone in the street but when the camera's in front of them, it's like, whoa. And that's because it's an alien device, whereas a sure. human is not. Uh, a human, you know, we, we grow up connecting and, and communicating with humans. 
we don't grow up speaking into a camera or very few of us do sure. unless you're like you know son or daughter of a hollywood star or whatever um so it's really important that you are familiarizing yourself with being in the presence of the camera that could just be filming while you're working like it, it could be as small as that but it's these small little steps that gradually build up to then suddenly you're walking down you know oxford street in london talking to the camera and not giving a shit about anything around you and that's that's powerful and you can absolutely sure. get there oh i love that yeah we're going to touch on that that feedback i think that mm -hmm. was for me with the videos that mm -hmm. was the thing that freaked me out because as, as i mentioned I'm, i was used to being in front of people I was used to being in front of 50, 100 people on almost yeah. on a daily basis when I was in my education career. Mm. And, I, and I'm very visual, so I pick up on people's body language and stuff. Yeah. So that initial lack of feedback and everything was, was a real big hurdle to come over. But I think the one way I used to play around with that was visualizing that you mm. actually were talking to somebody. Mm. And that, that was the one thing for me that just yeah. flipped, flipped the script. I mean, so in terms of that, in terms of like the messages they're putting out, is that something that you get your, your clients to focus on, like really being really, really focused on talking to a specific person or a specific group of people? Yeah, it's really interesting you say that because um, one of my clients a couple of years ago, one of my first one-to-one -one clients, she really, really struggled with the idea of, talking to a camera rather than a person like it was yeah. just so alien to her more than i'd ever seen and i was thinking shit you know how do i how do i get her over this hurdle because it, mm -hmm. it's, it wasn't something i was challenged with like i never sure. i never made the connection necessarily between the camera being a person um i always knew it was a camera but it for me it was becoming familiar and befriending mm -hmm. the camera if you like for her it she just couldn't she couldn't differentiate between camera person sure. whatever so what she did which actually worked and she's still creating video content to this day very well um and i won't mention her name because she'll be she'll feel embarrassed but she printed out a picture of her best friend and stuck it on the bottom of her camera and i was like that and i gave her that bit of advice thinking that i was crazy for doing it and it worked and i was like that's insane but it also makes so much sense yeah oh i love that i've heard one person kind of going and putting the cutting out an eye a gap in the hot in the eye and putting that over the camera. That's amazing. Um, I was able to kind of visualize that I was talking specifically to somebody that I really wanted to talk to. I was sharing some really good, powerful yeah. information. Um, but some people need that tangible. Yes. Yeah, so I love the idea of the picture, possibly a teddy bear or something yeah. like that in, in yeah. the room because yeah, that for me again, like, like pretty much like your client, I thrive off the feedback yep. and that mindset to start with, oh, I'm talking to myself. This is weird. Mm. So I'm sure your clients probably come that said that to you. Oh, I feel like, well, I'm just, it's me. It's the camera. I'm talking to myself. Mm. So when they, when they do that, what, what do you say to them? I guess that that's when I come back to the, you know, what's your why? Mm -hmm. Why are you filming this video? And then suddenly it puts it into perspective, like, yes, you are talking to yourself in that moment, which is also a powerful thing, because if you are camera shy and you don't like the idea of being live, like you would be in public speaking, mm -hmm. you've got the option to edit, you've got the option to yeah. reshoot it, which I think is great as well. And that, that helps ease the nerves. Um, but I, I get them to come back to their why and literally grabbing a pen and paper and writing down 
why they are filming each video or creating each piece of content. And I literally get them to do that with every single piece of content they create until the point where they already know why without having to write it down. Love but ultimately, that. one piece of content could not only change your life as a creator, but it could also change the lives of your audience. <laughs> that, I mean, that, whether one person's watching videos or a million, if you're changing one person's life, that is enough of a reason to just bite the bullet and do it. Oh, absolutely, man. It's such a good, when you picture it like that, it's just empowering, isn't it? Yeah. Knowing that, and someone is going to see it, you know, there's this common misconception. And, and I know this is one of the blocks mm. that, that people face. Oh, no one will see it. No one will care. And if you, if you're coming from that place of why, knowing that what you're putting out there is going to, you know, help somebody that it has the power to get someone to the next step, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever niche you're working with. So powerful. Let so me, powerful. Um, yeah, let me put it into perspective for the amazing listeners. Um, so I was creating content for three years, every single day on Instagram, pushing my sure. message of being yourself on camera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Thinking that no one really was noticing and my life mm -hmm. wasn't really going to change from this content. Little did I know for six months straight, mm -hmm. someone from Microsoft was consuming my content mm -hmm. and building up almost a case study and a, a portfolio to go to their boss and say, this is the guy we need to create some content for us on this new product launch. Lo and behold, they get in contact. And, you know, like, like we said at the start of this today, I've kind of gone out to the world about it and it's super exciting and I'm, it still feels very surreal, but that just goes to show when you think no one is watching, mm -hmm. people are watching. And like, yeah. if you're showing up consistently as yourself every single day, you wouldn't believe the amount of people that are watching. And also to add mm -hmm. to that, just because you may not be getting the likes and the comments that you feel like you deserve. People are still seeing your content. Do you really yeah. think your direct competitors, for example, are going to be liking and commenting on your stuff? No, but they're seeing it. Your yeah. ideal clients, some of which I've signed to my group program recently, have never engaged with a piece of my content yeah. before, but they've consumed it. Like, yeah. obviously they've consumed it. Otherwise they wouldn't be in the program. They wouldn't know that I existed um, or that I had a group program. So yeah, I just, I think it's a really important point you made there, yeah. Ash, and I think that we we need to pay less attention to oh who's seeing it who's not and more attention to i just need to show up and help people every single day yeah. the rest will follow i love that man and it, it's so true and first and foremost fair play on that result thank you yeah, yeah it's uh, awesome awesome to see today man buzzing mate buzzing for you no, i appreciate that it's uh yeah it's been six months of keeping it hidden which was very difficult but um yeah it's it's nice to be able to talk about it now oh i bet i bet um, and the point you raised though as well, it's just so important, isn't it? The fact that if you're just sitting there, you know, if you're with a mindset point of view, if you're sitting there thinking, nobody cares, nobody cares, mm -hmm. you ain't going to put out content and, and that's going to cause a disconnect with that potential client. Mm -hmm. And, and, and very much just to echo what you said, I'd say 90% of my clients, I've never, never had a conversation with them before. Mm. They come in and say, oh, Ash, I love your content. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's so I have to kind of quickly go and have a look. So I've got a clue who they are either. Yeah. And that's the interesting point with video. Um, people, 
you know, that, that individual has messaged you off the back of seeing a few video posts, feeling yeah. like they already know you. The ice is already broken. It's like, hey, Ash, like they already know you because you've yeah. broken the ice because you're on video. Like you already are a human. Um, yeah. And I think that's the beauty of it as well. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think one of the biggest compliments I feel I get is when, and, and I'm sure you'll probably feel the same here, is when you get on a call with somebody and they go, oh, wow, it's so nice to meet you. Like, Although I already feel like I know Ooh. you. Mm-hmm. Kind of like today, really. You yeah. Know, this is the first totally. time that we've been on a, a video together, um, yeah. so to speak. And yeah, there wasn't any kind of who are you, you know, what do you, what do, you do? It was like we already know each other yeah. um, from, you know, being connected on, on LinkedIn. So Sure. Just dove straight into it, which yep. is proof proof to the points we're both raising there. Exactly. <laughs> so get on video, cool. people. Stop messing about. Absolutely. Don't be shy. Sure. Get it done. So yeah. talking of videos, I was thinking uh, as I was preparing this, and I'm trying to find it, actually. I remember my first video Oh yeah, that so I put on I... Linky. Yeah. It was about five minutes of me waffling on <laughs> with the camera in my hand, you know, wobbling, yeah. giving everyone, you know, vertigo. Yeah. It got about two views. I think my mum was one of them, and she didn't. Yeah. That was only because I asked her to like it. <laughs> so, what was what was your experience of, of recording your first video oh it was awful like <laughs> when i think about it and i can actually take myself back to that moment and remembering myself filming i guess the beauty of it was uh that the video was called how to be yourself on instagram so i could okay. get away with uh, messing up like that okay. was kind of the point that's that video was the reason the business started and the reason the business has been growing since and again, it was just because people resonated. People were like, okay, like you can be yourself on Instagram. You don't. And that, that was when I actually first talked about the fact that I'd been kind of copying and, and idolizing these other creators. Whereas I just needed to stay in my own lane because that my, my own lane was, there wasn't a lot of traffic in it at the time. Sure. Whereas the carousel community was, you know, gridlock. Um, oh, sure. So especially on LinkedIn for, for you and I, it's a great platform because they're not quite up to speed with video you know you can't no. go live directly through linkedin as a as a profile yeah um which is crazy because live has been around for ages you sure know, from twitch and whatever it was called at the time um but yeah like it's it's crazy to think that they are a little bit behind but there's probably a reason for it but anyway the point is that you and i are one of very few people that are actively promoting video, creating video and helping others to create video content mm-hmm. on LinkedIn, which I think is amazing. And like, it kind of takes me back to Instagram when I joined and everyone was creating carousels and I was looking at them like, wow, what is this carousel thing you're creating? Um, and now they're everywhere, including LinkedIn. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So obviously we both had those less than amazing first, mm-hmm. you know, you were able to use your situation to your advantage i i yeah (laughs) stumbled on blindly (laughs) into the dark of tumbleweed so for anyone who's you know not quite got started yet they're ready to do that what steps do they need to take to get on camera yeah so i guess i'd i presume that everyone listening here has created some form of piece of content on some social media platform at one time So I guess to begin with, I would probably start by looking over your content from the last year, two years, three months, whatever it is, identifying which performed best. That's not just likes, shares, comments. That's 
connection requests, that's DMs, like how many people have you had conversations with about that mm -hmm. piece of content? Um, then I would recreate that piece of content in the form of video. Yeah. So then you've already got it pretty much scripted and ready for you and structured. You know that it works and it's probably going to work better because your face is in it this time. It's not just a still image or a carousel or a long piece of text. So yeah, Ash, I guess that, that would be my advice. It's like take the content that's worked up until now, recreate it as a video, whether you're just talking through it, whether you're working and the, the post, the original post is an image yeah. in the background, whatever it is, just start there. That that's my advice. Start by yeah. repurposing stuff that's worked well. That's such a good, um, such a good, good, good. Yeah, can't can't get me words out. What was me nan right. used to say? I can't get, better put my false teeth back in. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that repurposing content. I mean, it saves you so yep. much time. I, I was yes. saying to people in 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 the community last week that three of my pieces of content that I put out were repurposed. Mm. You know, I'd either written about them before or done a video about them and turned them into a written post, but they weren't, mm. it wasn't reinventing the wheel. It nope. was, they weren't brand new pieces of content. Cause I think that time is, is the issue that I know mm. a lot of people struggle with. And, and one of the things I know with that is the editing as well. Yeah. You know, people seem to think they need to spend hours on editing or that they need to go out and you know, buy really expensive pieces of kit and, mm. and all of that. So what would you say to them about time for anyone out there going, no, I haven't got the time to do videos. What, what would you say to them? Uh, well, interesting, just off, just off of that as well with the whole equipment thing. Cause I feel like that's something that I need to address because people seem to think that, like you said, they need the fancy, fancy camera. They need the fancy lighting, the fancy microphone, etc. straight off the bat. If you are sat listening, thinking I'm shit scared of the camera, I'm telling you now the last thing you want in your face is a 3000 pound camera, loads of flashing, shiny lights, yeah. an amazing backdrop. Like the last thing you want is that because it's only going to make you feel more uncomfortable. It's mm -hmm. so unnatural and I would not advise it to begin with. It took me three or four years to get a pizza neon sign behind my head in the office to get the backdrop that I wanted because it just didn't feel comfortable. Sure. Um, initially. So that's, I just wanted to get that out of there. And that's yep. like something I'm really kind of passionate about is like, don't go and spend all your money on equipment, focus on your message first. Now, for those people that are sat there going, I don't have time to create a video. Mm -hmm. If you are sitting there for longer than 15 minutes at night, which I know 80% of you will be watching Netflix, then you absolutely have the time to create video content. Do not bullshit a bullshitter. Firstly, <laughs> secondly, the fact you say you don't have time means that you're just not prioritizing it. And that's okay because if it's scary, why would you prioritize it? You're not going to do something loads if you don't enjoy it. So how sure. can we learn to enjoy it by doing it and by talking about stuff we know about, whether it's your day, how to make a coffee better, just go out to your audience because we all have an audience of some description, whether it's big, yeah. small, just started out like whatever, go out to your audience and talk to them about what you do, talk to them about what they can do to improve X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, Ash, to be honest with you, mate, people overestimate the time it takes. Like I yep. know editing is this, oh my God, editing is yep. like, it's just such a long process. 
to begin with, all you're doing is cutting out the ums and the ahs just to speed up the flow of the video, and that's it. You don't need any fancy filters, LUTs, transitions, and all of that. Just keep it simple. At the very least, subtitle, as we all know, yeah. um, and Ash, I'm sure you'll agree, that's like one of the most important elements Massive. to the video. So you're not missing out any of your potential audience, and everyone watches videos without sound, so it's like <laughs> subtitles are, are a must, um, more so than ever. But yeah, I think simplifying things in your mind yeah will save you time automatically simplifying the editing process will save you time not going out and buying equipment and learning how to use it save you time so again for those people that are saying they don't have time or equipment you've got a phone most of you will have a smartphone you've got a window in your house i'm pretty confident of it and you also have a pen and a piece of paper that you can write pointers on and you've got free access to the internet most of you which provides you with editing software um which is free and easy to use or on your phone inshot v.io like there's so many it's like yeah. it's never been more accessible there is no excuse totally. to not be creating video content absolutely i think it's it's just changing that mindset i think people see the big super edited really nice videos and they just immediately think mm. it's going to take ages and hours mm. and expertise and i think that's one of the things i know both both of us are trying to demystify a lot with the content you need mm. a smartphone a tripod potentially a window and you're off and running mm. you know i love using CapCut with for the editing that's you know nice little easy way to do it and yeah, yeah. and i always say with the captions you know get those captions on because otherwise you could be saying the most beautiful thing in the world but ultimately you're doing a goldfish impression yeah so true <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, true. No. So true. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, maybe it's because we've grown up around YouTubers and kind of idolizing our favorite YouTubers. They've got yeah. this setup. They've got this ambient orange, beautiful light behind them. And, you know, they've got really good depth fulfilled with their lens and all this. Great. But they didn't always. You go back to yeah. any YouTube, look at KSI's early stuff. Like, go back to any of his stuff, and it is nowhere near on the level that it is now, of course. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And I think it's yeah. really important that you, again, don't overcomplicate it. And if you're sat there thinking, well, no, I need a camera to make videos, that's just an excuse. It's another yes, excuse to add to the long list of excuses you're already making. And I'm sorry, but time is another one. You have time. Trust me. Yeah. Oh, definitely singing on the same same hymn sheet there, my man. It's start at the beginning. Yeah. It's start at the beginning and go. You know, like, it, it took me a while to find away it took me a while to learn editing mm. finding ways to get comfortable on camera it you know when people say oh you look so natural so you know confident on camera it's because i've done the bloody reps yep it's a muscle this isn't my... <laughs> yeah. I, i've literally recorded hundreds of videos now mm. um mm. I, I hate to think how many it is my, my phone hates it because it keeps on saying you need more storage yes <laughs> yeah it's i feel your pain Especially with the just hit record method, because obviously it's just like one long clip. That's the point. So yeah, definitely buy some more storage on your phone, people. You're going to need it. Oh, amen to that. Amen to that. So we're kind of coming to the end of our time today, mate. So if there's any listeners out there um, looking for support on videos, how can they get in touch with them? Slide into my DMs. So I'm Harrison Cantel, C-A-N-T-E-L on LinkedIn. Um, and I would love to chat to you. And yeah, I'm, I'm always putting out content that I hope you'll find useful. Um, and as Ash said, we're singing off the same hymn sheet, um, but we're just delivering it in slightly different ways, which I think is amazing. 
Um, I run a group coaching program. Uh, I'm always interested in talking to people about it. Yeah, just send me a message and I'll do everything in my power to help you, whether it's camera shyness, editing, the technical side, mindset. I'll help you. Awesome, man. Awesome. And uh, the links to Harrison's uh, LinkedIn will be in the comments uh, in the description for this episode. So before we ride off, mate, into the sunset, Mm -hmm. important question. Go on. Pineapple on pizza. Oh, you didn't. (laughs) Okay, this this is how I'm going to respond to this. So if you're if you're out there putting pineapple on a pizza people if you're listening to this thinking yes i love pineapple on pizza you may as well just run your slice of pizza under a cold tap because pineapple is just water <laughs> just flavored water it makes no sense if you're putting pineapple on pizza there's something not right and i don't know where that stems from um but i as you can tell i'm very passionate about no pineapple on pizza um yeah, just don't do it. It's unethical. It's not right, and it doesn't even taste good. <laughs> it's not ethical. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Um, yeah, I'm, I have nothing else to share on this. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and incidentally, um, for anyone out there that thinks that you have to reinvent the wheel with your content, you could literally use that as a piece yeah. of content. Oh yeah, that goes off every time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you uh, so much for for joining us. And I almost forgot the signature question. Yeah. I was so excited to ask you about the pizza question. Yeah. What is your espresso confidence for our listeners, mate? So I think be yourself. Like stop worrying about the opinions of others or stop worrying about, or this person's making this much money or this person's doing that. Just be yourself. I'm telling you now, it's not only the most fulfilling feeling in the world, but it's the only feeling that really matters. Mate, love that. And yeah, resonates so much. So unless, unless you put pineapple on pizza, do not be yourself, change immediately. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Eat what you want, guys. Eat what you want. But yeah, just be yourself. Stay true to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't mention pineapple and, yeah. on pizza in front of Harrison. Please. That could that could be a deal breaker. It could. Uh, <laughs> well, I, there's no could. It will be a deal will breaker. Be. Guaranteed. <laughs> Fabulous then, mate. Thank you so much for stopping by. It's been awesome. Man. No, thank you so much. Uh, it's been really good to chat to you. And uh, thank you to everyone and anyone that's listening. Awesome. And I'll echo that one. A huge thank you to our listeners. And that's it for this episode. So to get notifications of any future episodes, please like or subscribe wherever you're listening or watching. And all that is left to say is have a great day, week, life, afterlife, and all that jazz. And as always, don't forget to be awesome.